Coming soon to a city near you, Vinitaly Roadshow. Have you ever wondered how to attend Vinitaly for free? Are you a wine trade professional interested in a sponsored trip to Vinitaly International Academy or Vinitaly, the wine and spirits exhibition? Coming soon to Princeton, New Jersey, Harlem, New York, and Chinatown in New York City, Cardiff in Wales, London in England, and Roost in Austria. We'll be giving away our new textbook, Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. Find out more about these exciting events and for details on how to attend, go to liveshop.vinitaly.com. Limited spots available. Sign up now. We'll see you soon. For all the super wine geeks out there, we have a special new series dedicated to you. We are reading excerpts from our new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. Wine lovers, tune in for your weekly fix only on Italian Wine Podcast. If you want to own a copy of this new must-read Italian wine textbook, just go to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Where the name of a grape variety comes from. The gaps in the genetic knowledge of grape varieties have stimulated numerous studies, a kind of compelling and mystical journey back in time. First looking at literary and historical sources, and then in search of the parents or next of kin of the most important grape varieties is often represented by just one of a few surviving individuals in old marginal vineyards or in paleographic collections without which any attempt at evolutionary reconstruction will be impossible. One of the greatest difficulties encountered in such research is the change that has occurred over time to the names of grape varieties. From the original Greek or Latin to a kind of medieval vernacularization and subsequent linguistic appropriation, the names of grape varieties have gradually changed and evolved over time. Often within a name, vines with similar morphological characteristics or analogical hues have been hidden in a kind of varietal family. The term culture understood in the sense of cultivation and culture in the sense of ideas, customs, and social behavior of a particular people or society share the same etymology. They both derive from the Latin colere, to cultivate, and only apophonic phenomena have distinguished them in our language since Roman times. In other languages, like English, for example, this distinction is not present. This explains why the peasants of the past have been called creative artists by some scholars. In fact, their work is comparable to that of an artist who manipulates his materials to produce a work of art. Their lexical dexterity and great ability to invent names succeeded in giving the vine a distinctive characteristic, its name. Semantic analysis provides interesting clues about the evolution of cultivation of the vine. Thanks to developments in paleoanthropology, linguistics, and cognitive ethology, we increasingly understand the intertwining of biological and cultural evolution that allow us to discern the meaning of words and the underlying biological correlations. The phrase nomen es omen is a Latin locution that literally translated means the name is an omen, 
a more communicative translation might be aptly named. Physiognomy has tried to derive names from people's physical traits, just as it does with vines. There are countless examples. What's in a name? Juliet asks Romeo. That which we call a rose by any other name will be smell as sweet. Assuming she existed, Juliet was probably speaking to Romeo in some obscure medieval Italian dialect, certainly not in Shakespeare's English. Yet the word by which she referred to that sweet-smelling flower would have had the same linguistic root as the English rose, which is the same in so many languages spoken throughout Europe. Rose in German, with a capital initial, Rose in French, Ruja in Croatian, and Ros in Gaelic, spoken in Scotland. How did such geographically remote languages use such similar words for the same flower? The answer, of course, is that they all belong to the same linguistic family, the Indo-European, and thus have the same origin. The name of wine, vine, is another wandering word whose origins are even more distant, as shown by Mycenaean wo-no, Greek oinos, and Latin venom. Even different cultural settings, Albanian vene, Armenian guinea, Hebrew yayin, Arabic wine, confer the same semantic root. The etymological origin of the term vine from Latin vitis, late Latin vitinius, and medieval vernacular vitenius, as an undaunted Euro-European derivation with a root way or we, meaning to bend, to turn, to shape. Due to the climbing nature of the plant that requires a brace that conditions its development. Hence, the plant's connection to the drink made from it. From a semantic point of view, the formation of vine names is a fairly recent phenomenon. Though we find in the writings of Latin scholars, Pliny in particular, the basis of the criteria for the formation of lexical material, it developed only later, especially from the 12th and 13th centuries, from numerous areas of everyday life and the natural environment where vine cultivation was practiced. The earliest Italian documents mentioning wine names rather than grape varieties are the municipal stages and duty tariffs in use during the late Middle Ages and usually refer to luxury wines such as Malvasie, Moscati, Vernacce, and Trebbiani. Only after the 1500s did varietal attestations become more frequent and precise. Only from 1800, with developments in ampelography, did particular grape varieties assume a precise biological and identifying label. Some guiding criteria used in the naming of grape varieties can be identified the color characteristics of the grape. Among these, the most widely used were those that identified a grape variety by the color of the berries and were very much in vogue in Pliny's time. For example, the Colombina grape variety, named for the word colomba or dove, for the red color of the pedicels of the berries, like that of a pigeon's legs. Bianchetta, from white, Rossara from red, Verdicchio from green, Verde, Pigato from macchiato, meaning spotted or stained, Ansonica insolita from Ansoria, old French term for the Saurian golden color of the berries 
exposed to the sun, Corvina, for the black color of the crowd. Sensory characteristics of grapes or wine. Peverella for a peppery, spicy flavor. Dolcetto, mistakenly attributed to the French Doucette. Douce Noir, slightly sweet. And instead from Dozzetti, grapes cultivated on the bumps in Dogliani. Mammolo, for the scent of mammola, the Italian word for violets. Nasco, from muscum, the odor emitted by the sex glands of some deer, similar to musket. Chimichattola, for the smell of the insects. Mavrodafni, black laurel, for the spicy aroma. Italian Wine Podcast, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Morphological or productive characteristics of the grape variety. Regina or Menavacca, as in cow's otter, Zibibbo, whose Greek synonym is Bumasta, from Bowls Mastos, Olivella, from Berry, with the shape of an olive, Duracina and Sideritis, from the hardness and crispness of the berries, Grignolino and Grillo, for the richness of grape seeds, Grignole and Arilli in Piedmontese and Sicily, respectively. Groppello from Groppo, a reference of the knob-shaped bunch. Uvarara for the sparse bunch. Metvandidi, an Armenian vine meaning large bunch. Metsevane Kachuri, a Georgian vine meaning green from Kakheti. Ojaleshi, climbing vine defining its wild origin. Citetli, red shoot, Saperavi, red color, dire, Frappato, from fruit. Nebbiolo also belongs to this phenomenological category, but deserves special study. Curiously, the origin of the name, Gallo Latino, is from Spionia, a vine mentioned by Marshall, which derives from Spinus, wild blackthorn, because of the presence of a clear layer of bloom on the berries, which makes it appear as if covered by a mist. From this term originates the Romance word Spanna, by which Nebbiolo is called in the Novara area, and the name Prunent, which designates Nebbiolo in the Ossola Valley. The grape variety Prunesta also comes from frost and blackthorn because of the late ripening and the color of the fog on the berries. Names derived from places of cultivation. These are among the most frequent designations, partially because they are derived from Georgian culture. While the Romans designated wines with the places of origin, in medieval times, grape varieties were named with the place of origin of the wine, such as Malvasia and Vernace. Other examples include Lemnio from the islands of Lemno, Phokian from the town of Cochea on the Greek coast of Asia Minor, Roditis from Rhodes, Gruk, which means Greek in Croatian, a vine from the islands of Korchula. Emblematic is the case of Nero Davola, which known in the past by the name Calabrese, which does not indicate origin from Calabria, but from an expression in the Sicilian vernacular.
In fact, the word calabrese derives from calauri or calabrisi, cala, meaning bunch, and aulisi, meaning from avola. Also rich in meaning is the name of susumaniello, a brindisi grape variety, also known as cuchipariello, zingariello, or somarello. Because of the crispness of its berry and resistance of the skin to transportation, it was called a basket grape, which could be transported in baskets on the back of a donkey. A learned origin of the name recalls to chthonic deity of the Roman Olympus Sumanus, god of nocturnal thunder, worshipped as lord of the rains on the other side of the Adriatic. A special case in point is the rich casuistry of Friulian grape names. Chanorie from the Friulian Chanor, Canute, from the light color of the vegetation or perhaps for the appearance of Fioretta on the wine, given its low alcohol content. Drijenak, grown in the high valleys of the Natizone, from the Slovenian Drien, Cornel. Farinelle, from Latizana, for the ash-colored bloom of the berries when ripe, a characteristic shared by Fumat, whose name is based on the Friulian word Fuate, meaning fog. Singular is the origin of the name of the grape variety Giate from the Friulian Gatta for the characteristic black color observed on cats. Piccolit, incorrectly attributed to the size of the berries, but more correctly to the term Piccol, top of the hill, a location chosen to ensure optimal ripeness for this grape variety. Finally, Refosco, from Refos, offshoot of the vine, from the Latin Refossus, dug out, from which the Friulian Rifuse. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.